0: Yo, what's the demo? Greetings and salutations. This your man, Malik Youssef. Peace to the gods and the goddesses. Um, today, uh, you know, on the cool lunch table, um, which is this podcast, um, the cool lunch table, you can sit with us. Uh, I want to talk to y'all about uh, but the the law of stop and go, the law of uh, come and go, the law of to and fro. Um, first of all, nothing comes to you; it comes from you. Every single thing is born from you, literally projected into the universe. Okay. You take in certain things and you transform them inside your body. It's like food. You eat food and then you put it out energy-wise. Some of it is waste, obviously, but you, you, you uh, practice what those chemicals in that food tell you to do. <laughs> certain foods tell you to go to sleep. Certain foods say, "Get up and move." You know certain chemicals say, say uh, you are inebriated." Certain chemicals say you are energized. Certain chemicals say you are sick. Certain chemicals say you are healed. So I wanna talk about what you put out surely comes back. I always have this conversation, people always ask me about the law of karma, and the law of attraction, and so on and so forth. But you're literally building with the energy you put out. You're literally building the universe that you're gonna walk into the universe that you're going to be a part of and others will, that around you will be part of, and you affect the entire ecosystem, the spiritual metaphysical ecosystem with every thought, every feeling, every action. So I say get stronger, you know, improve, you know, gain power so that you won't be at the whim of the weaker parts of this universe. Right. Um, this is a real quick test. People will say, you'll say, well, if you was going for something, what would you let stop you? You know, the, the typical elementary schools, nothing. If you want to be a doctor, what would you let stop you? Nothing. If you want to be a preacher, no, a, a fireman, a garbage man, a robot, don't matter. Nothing, nothing can stop me. When in reality, that's not true. You can't stop you. You Not anything else, just you. You can 100% stop you by making the moves that literally are counter what your objective is. Literally. And you'll give yourself a billion reasons why you don't do it. You'll give yourself what they call excuses. There's reasons, but there's no good reason. My like people say they hate me for no reason. No, they have a reason. It's not a good reason, but they have a reason why they hate you. A lot of us, let me tell you. Feel me this. We let our haters stop us. You know, we let anything stop us. We let everything stop us. We let people that don't like us stop us. We let people that say they love us stop us. We literally just lay ourselves out to be abused by the whole universe. The whole other universe. We come out here saying we're going to do this. We're going to make these New Year's resolutions. We're going to change this. We're going to add that. We're going to make this go and that go. And you get your ass in a position where you don't want to do it anymore and you find an excuse. Oh, this hurts or I'm no no time for that or I'm tired or I'm sleepy or I ain't got it or I was I did this instead or this I'm going to do that in a few minutes. That's wrong. That is self-defeat. You understand? Let me tell you something. From the Greek word uh from the Greek etymology, toxin means to be pierced or to be interrupted by. It was really like a word from archery. Uh, arrow pierces you. You know, Something that leaks you, hurts you, stops you. Uh, also, from the Greek, as you need to know, is another word that we sometimes, don't associate with that and that's that word is sin or the term sin in the ancient means to miss the mark or to to be without to not hit to not score to not hit the intended target or to be without a thing sin without And as you know, karma is described as an arrow that once shot, it never fails to return to its shooter, to its archer. We got to be more careful, man, how we treat ourselves. The karmetic law of self is very important. And we spent a lot of time, you know, not saying the right things about ourselves, not thinking the right things about ourselves, you know, not being intentful as we move. You know, I'm guilty of the same thing. At times in my life, I've been guilty of it. Let me tell you, you have to cut it out. Just like a cancer, you have to perform surgery. On that part of you, you have to look at it. You have to put the motherfucking laser on it or the scalpel on it, and you got to get the fucking cutting, boy. And it ain't gonna be easy. It's gonna be very painful. It's gonna be something you don't want to do. It's gonna be something you want to start and not continue. Because a lot of times we don't think we deserve to be better. Listen, you're good now. You're pretty. Some of you, some of you, pretty good. Some of y'all great. But there's a better version of you. Oh. There's a motherfucking better version of you, man. Waiting to come through the current version. Turn that turn this current version into a shell and get to the better version. Oh man. You know how happy you're going to be when you turn into the start going toward the other version and get there because going toward it is going to be difficult, it's going to feel bad, you know. There's a saying that I use all the time. Uh, hard work is the work you start doing when you're already tired of working hard. See, so you can't start, you can't be doing hard work until you're tired, until you're exhausted. Here at the cool lunch table, I will be sitting here and I be thinking about how to fix myself. And I say if this is good for me, then I'm gonna try to apply to and uh, give this information to other people while I'm because it's just me fixing myself. It's just me working on information that and looking up information that can aid and assist me. I I uh I, you know on 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 I feel like, you know, it's a constant struggle to be a better version of me. Constant struggle to fight the urges, you know, of, of uh, addiction and slothfulness and all these things that <clears throat> have a deleterious effect on my physical and spiritual and mental state. You know, I push myself to, to write my poems and my songs and, produ- and do my production. I push myself to paint and To design the fashion and so on and so forth. And sometimes you got to do it when ain't nobody around. Sometimes you got to do it when ain't no help. Sometimes you got to do it when you're uncomfortable. Because when the inspiration hits you, you got to move on it. You got to move on it. You don't have a choice in that place. What would you let stop you? I'm going to give you a a story. And um, we're going to get out of here. If you were in the, let's imagine yourself, you know, Let's say 20,000 years ago. Let's say 20,000 years ago, you were in a, a village, a beautiful village. It's grown over the generations. You got grandparents, great-grandparents there, and you know, nieces and nephews and cousins, and everybody you know is there. And people come from all over the, the land, all over the area to come to this village because they know it's hospitable and they, they, God, they God-loving folk and they take care of one another. And people come there, and the village keeps expanding its borders. It's almost like a small city. And the God of your imagination comes and says, Hey, hey you, hey Ralph, your prayers have been answered. All the questions that you had, all the things you want, shall be delivered to you. Here's this golden scroll. Now there's a key that opens this golden scroll with all the information that you've ever wanted, everything that you ever needed. In your whole motherfucking life, homie, is here—the keys to, to the, the secret to, to the blueprint to, you know, and so on and so forth. And everybody in the village is looking like, "Yo, Ralph, you boy, oh my, oh, grandma to pray for aunties and all, them been in prayer circles, you know." The shaman and told you it was gonna happen. You was chosen. All your life you believe that. You was chosen. Now, the the god then came and gave you the information. Gave you this scroll. Say, but the key is right over that mountain over there in the distance. And you're gonna go over that mountain. And outside of that mountain, you're gonna keep going, and you gonna find. You gonna come to this 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 uh, cottage. This Lone cottage in the middle of the wilderness, and there will be a sage, an old lady, a sage. And when you show her the scroll, she's gonna know you were sent by me, and she's gonna have a key for you. A key gonna open it up, and you'll be able to, you know, do whatever you need to do with the information, bring everything back to, the, to, your, to your village, whatever you need to do. And you say, Yes. I accept this mission, God. And, you're, and you're, the whole village just goes crazy. They go brazy. They low. Like, oh. So your girlfriend, you know, you got your girlfriend. And, you know, you're young, but you was going to get married. And you're like, okay, I got to postpone next. I got to go on this mission for God, you know. What I've been praying for my whole life. What I've been asking for my whole life. What my family been saying, you know, we going to take care of that now. So they say, you know, don't leave yet. Let's do a big party for you. You say yes. Do a big party, and you know, every Friday they got the fish fish fry. And you know, your job was not not very difficult. Your job was like kind of like making sure the houses was intact and they was waterproof and that weren't no insects, you know, laying laying nests inside the inside the hay or whatever you built it out of. So that's your job. And this and everybody know you and love you because you're charismatic and you're smart and and you know you're handsome and. Or whatever, and you know, so, you know, you're funny, or whatever your your attributes are. People love you for that. So they throw a great big old party for you. You know, this is a Monday night. They throw a big party for you. So everybody eat and drink, and they fry a little bit of the fish, that's for the fish fry for you. And your girlfriend is happy. She's proud to be attached to you. You go into the into the uh, to your own little hut. You make love to her. You tell her you love her. It's tearful. You know. The next day you go around and do your job again and collecting your things and your 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 your, uh, your supplies, your tools, your weapons, and you're ready to go. So you spend one more night, pray, meditate, and then you leave Wednesday morning. And everybody, man, I mean, they love you. People are in tears. And you get to moving toward that mountain, way off in the motherfucking distance. Way off in the motherfucking distance. And you got this golden scroll in your hand, and you just talk to the God of your understanding. And everybody in your town that love you. Was there, even though that don't. And you start walking early morning, and as you walk, you get to a space where you're in between like the part that you know and the part that you don't know. So let's understand how that works. Home is the thing that you know, right? Outside is the thing that you know a little bit. And the wilderness is a thing you don't know. You don't understand. So you're walking. The sun reaches its apex. You look back. You've been walking for about four hours. But now you get into a place where the grass is higher. The sounds are different. It's different type of wildlife than what you're accustomed to. More domesticated wildlife, closer to you, to your village. More domesticated, more accustomed to living with humans. The you getting out here where you ain't ain't seen no humans. You know, you four hours, five, approaching five hours away, but the walking is getting slower. So that four hours that you had netted, you was doing you know, man, walking about five. Six miles per hour, about five miles per hour. So you'd have made it, you know, twenty miles almost in that four hours. You know, now you' starting to have difficulty. The degree of difficulty has increased. The friction, the grass is taller. Now you, an hour, you ain't even made it a whole mile yet in an hour. You're still looking at that mountain. Now the apex, the, the prime meridian has passed and it's getting the sun going down and you could hear the sounds of the kids still playing and stuff which made you smile but then you can't hear the sounds anymore. You look back you could barely see in the clearing, barely barely see where the village was because the topography then changed, the landscape, the hills then came and obstructed your vision a little bit. You're not realizing you're going up hills and, downhills and in little gullies and so on and so forth. Now it's getting cold. And you look, that mountain still seemed damn near far away as it was when you was in the village. How far is this motherfucking mountain that God told me to climb up? You know, it looked a little smaller, you know. From there it's looking a little bigger now. It's a little taller, but damn. Now uh, it's getting into the cool of the day. And some bigger bugs are coming out zzz, 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 right by you. You're like, what the fuck is that bug? The birds sound different. You hear some other animals that sound a little, little bit more aggressive than what you're accustomed to. <laughs> you ain't on a farm no more. There ain't, ain't no domesticated animals. ain't no domesticated pets. And ain't no, no motherfucking animal husbandry. You're not farming nothing no more. Ain't nobody to ask you, do you need some help? You tired? So you pull out. Some of the food they gave you. Take a little snack. Think about the taste of home. Drink a little bit of the water. Now you're still walking. and Now the, now the darkness is setting in for sure. The darkness is fucking setting in. And the grass is even thicker over here. And cooler. And you walked and you didn't did another motherfucking 10 miles. But it was the arduity had increased. So now, you're approaching the area where the mountain is and it's gravelly and it's kind of slick and you're going uphill a little bit and you're starting to see things and hear things that may or may not be there. And you reach the mountain and the sun is really almost down and you start climbing up a little bit and the mountain is kind of cooler and wetter than you imagine it to be. Because it's kind of a little bit different climate over here. But you climb enough until you see a fire in the distance. And that's the village. They set in the fire. Wednesday night. You're like, oh, man. And you smell. You're like, man. you, you thinking, man. They frying some fish over there. You be on front. are thinking about all the nice meals you've had. You Climbing up the mountain a little bit more to try to find a, a nice space. And you got spiders and weird animals you've never seen before. Now you're scared. Now you're lonely. You're thinking about your girlfriend. You're like, it wouldn't be that bad if I just went back and said, you know, now you get nervous. Anxiety setting in. But you're on your mission, though. What you said you wanted to do. What you wanted to be on. God gave you the mission. Your family saw you off. And everybody clapped for you. And then I used thinking about the people that was there that didn't really love you. The homie that you took the girl from, that you slid and got old girl, and he wanted her. Now he got full access to her. You know, your job is, you know, kind of mundane. It's replaceable. You know, everything's gonna be fine without you. Your parents got other kids. Your cousins got other cousins. Your uncles and aunties got other nephews. Your nephews' nieces got other uncles. Uh oh. So now. Trying to climb up that little extra space to get your little place in there, like a little cave or a little something to, to knock off the cold. You realize how cold it is without a fire. Oh. Scrape your knee. Oh, oops. Scrape your knee. Cut it. Shit. The blood. You're stinging. You're like, okay, you can't really see. You don't have no light. So now you have a pretty bad sleep. You're bleeding. You're a little bit sad. You're dirty. The adulation of, of your journey has, has ended. You're not excited about it no more. You want to go back home. You want to quit. You want to give in. You want to stop. So you'd say, it's the mountain. is too hard to climb. And these bugs is too much. And you put it all on those things, but it's that on you. Because you want to stop. What would you let stop you? So you decide to keep going. So as soon as the sun come up, you can't wait till the sun come up a little bit. Now you get up. You get to climb the mountain. You can see a little better. You feel a little bit better. And you go up more. And then now you can truly see the village from where you are. You can see the area where the village is. Through the outcropping and the trees, you see the village. And boy, do you miss it. Now you eating food that's cold. Used to your breakfast was hot. You dig. Your motherfucking breakfast was hot, homie. You had your girl to wake up to. She rubbed your back, tell you you go, you good, you're a goon. Go get them, tiger. Yeah, make sure everything is tight, you know. You had a guaranteed, smooth life, for the most part. Smoother than this shit. And now you climb the motherfucking mountain, and this, I mean, painstaking. Because you had no idea what it take to climb a mountain. You had no motherfucking idea. Nobody around you knew what it took to climb a fucking mountain. Nobody knew. They gave you what they could give you. They gave you the information they could give. They gave you what, the, what you could take with you, how much you could carry. You needed way more tools than this to climb this motherfucking mountain. Now you're trying to see if can I? is the way I can get in this golden scroll and just go back and guess what, y'all? I got, you're trying to figure out shortcuts now. Now you're trying to take shortcuts. As opposed to doing what the guy said to do. You want to come back down the mountain. So you climbing that motherfucker and you get up there, bitch, and it's nighttime again. you like, oh, I wasted a whole day. From 6 to 9, i I'm whew, you're exhausted. You ate all the food because you keep stopping and you're getting hungry and you're getting tired. You need the energy. Now you're at the top of the mountain. Ain't no no place to rest up there, the wind blowing and shit, so you're going to come down the other side. You want to go back. You want to slide back down because you're familiar with the way you came up. You can get back. Now you're going to go dark, uncharted territory again. But you're descending, so it's going to be a little easier. You get to moving. Slip again. Ah, tear your ass cheek up. Ah, stomp your toe. Your hand. Ah, shit. You know how it is when you get a hand injury. Oh, man. Especially on the moving part. Jam your finger. Now you cry. Crying to yourself. Ain't nobody, can't nobody hear you? Mama! Put yourself into it because you asked for it. You asked for it. You said you was going to go. You accepted it. Coming down the mountain was remarkably easier than going up that motherfucker, though. So you get that, and the closer you get, you're starting to hear, you're like, what the fuck? Raging water. And on this side of the mountain, it's freezing cold. You're like, "This such a temperature difference on this on this side of the mountain. Shit, it's cold. So luckily, on the side that you're on, there's a big giant log. So you want to cross at a certain point. So you drag that log down toward your Right. Cause the water's rushing left, so you jump in that water, <laughs> freezing fucking cold. <gasps> <sighs> but you hold on to that log, and you finally get to that other part. You move across the water while the water's rushing, it carries you back down to a little bit close to where you was gonna cross that in the first place. But it's cool to water and wash some of the dirt out your wound. Stinging though, but you good. And you get the fuck out the water. You're dripping wet. Your clothes is fucking soaked. Your sandals is soaked. But you know, you have them open wounds. You know, carnivores, predators can smell that blood. So now you hear... Rrr, 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 rrr. So you climb the nearest tree. And you're sitting there, motherfucker, dripping, freezing cold, missing everybody. I ate your little food up because you ain't have enough to take. We took enough with you, but you ate it all for comfort. Pack of wolves is down there. Lucky they wasn't motherfucking cougars or jaguars because they could climb a tree. You'd have been motherfucking midnight snack. So they get tired of waiting for you. So they break it on out. And now the day is approaching, and you come down, you're freezing cold. You find some sticks, and you remember starting a fire. You remember the, 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 your, your cousin was the fire master, so at a village, so you start a fire, rub some sticks together, get a spark. Oh, thank God, a spark. then you, know, you get some kindling, get some grass and some leaves and some kindling. This also keeps the wolves away because it's fire. You get to dry your clothes off. You're feeling a little bit better now. You're hungry as fuck though. Think about looking in that water. Maybe hitting one of them fish. Or you take one one of the sticks and sharpen it. Get a fish. You cook the fish. You got some food. Oh shit. Now. Get them warm clothes back on. And you get to moving through this new terrain. The new terrain is different. The animals sound way different now you know it's wolves here too so you're moving cautious and you're moving scared but you're moving you're moving you're moving faster now because you got to get the fuck out the way so you're encouraged to move faster. see these disasters make you move faster you understand me it can't be a smooth road it can't be a smooth road because you got to have something to spark you to move faster and harder. Nature going to make you move. It has been said that it is the lion that gives the gazelle its speed. A gazelle would be just little short fat cows basically. If they ain't have lions. They wouldn't have to run nowhere. We wouldn't have to do shit. So you look ahead of you in the clearing right before dusk falls. You're looking for a tree to climb into. You see what could be a clearing. And you get to moving fast as fuck. And you get there. And you go through the first level of the, of the sanctuary, the gates. And you're approaching this cottage. And you hear a noise, you are hearing. you are hearing. Or sounds like laughter. You smelling? Or something like cooked food that you ain't smelt in a couple of days. You're like, what the fuck? You see the old lady. She beckons you in. You say, what you got there, son? Ralph is like, man. God gave me this scroll, scroll and told me you had the key to it. She said, yeah. He got the key to it. He say, okay. Opens it up. He's thinking about who he gonna go back and get his old girlfriend and teach his cousins and everything. Because he done made it to this I and mean, this opulent, this motherfucking beautiful, it's a garden, and all kind of cool shit, you know? Opens it up reason it says when I was a child I thought as a child I spake as a child but now that I am a man because you done went through it man or woman now that i grown, and I've matured, went through my maturation process, I put away childish things, because you know, his job wasn't really that hard, he wasn't really learning nothing, he was part of an ecosystem that he was helping, he had, you know, it was cool for that, but he wasn't really living up to his potential, y'all know what that means when you're just doing something to get by, you understand me, God it! you hear me, when you're just doing something to get by. Stop playing. Ain't no difficulty in that. Ain't no degree of difficulty. There's nothing hard about that. There's nothing hard about that at all. (laughs) So when you talk about looking at this information, his answer say, stay here and learn. Stay here and learn. That's not what he wanted to hear. He wanted to hear all these special things that just, just add water, instantaneous grat- gratification. That he could go back, tell his people all the secrets. Stay here and learn. Now, well, they're going to think I died. Or they ain't going to know I'm, so what? I got to show them that, no. This was for you. And everybody that's there, They did the same journey to get there. So you can't go back and get the people and make it easy for them all the time. Take a long time to bring everybody. Sometimes you got to get out there by your motherfucking self, man. And you can't let you stop you because nothing else can. And you can't let you stop you. If you got to fight wolves, if you got to learn how not to drown, if you got to slide up the hill and slide down the hill and get scarred and get torn and be broken and be afraid and be cold and be hungry and not have a place to lay your motherfucking head and always be on guard that's what sometimes come with the fuck you ask for. See, the golden scroll was was deceptive. You thought because the scroll was gold, the road going to be paved with gold. No, sir. No, sir. Feel me? It's real goofy to think that all the special shit in the world going to be easy to get. It's not. You want that motherfucking big record? Work for it. You want that big motherfucking production? Work for it. You want that motherfucking big clothing sale? Work for it. You want that big want Work for it. You want the big photography? Work for it. Want the big film? Work for it. Best restaurant? Work for it. Work for it. Go. Get the fuck up and go. Go through the tall grass. Evade the predators. Accustomate yourself to the weird sounds and stranger animals in the in, on that hard road. Don't lay there and convince yourself to go back. Don't lay there and convince your motherfucking self to lose. See, this is the only journey that 50% there is zero. 75% is zero. 90%, 95%, 99% is zero. You got to get all the way there and walk through the motherfucking gate and show and hold on to the thing that says I belong here. She don't know him. She just know the scroll. The oracle, she just know the scroll, you dig? You can fucking do it, man. There's a greater you, a better you inside the you that there is right now. But it's got to be honed. It's got to be chastened. It's got to be broken so it can come out. The you got to be broken. The, new, the, the current you got to be broken for the new you to take place. The better you is one. It's one for all of us. And we got to get to that shit. It's been the cool lunch table. I've been Malik Youssef. The cool lunch table. You can't sit with us. Who gonna stop me, huh?